0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: So at 7 p.m. I crawled into bed and I started to turn on YouTube. I know you're saying, wow, that says the world right there. So I go to YouTube and the first thing I see is comedian Tosh, Daniel Tosh young man. He's probably 43 now. And I watched one of his comedy routines from, I don't even know, way back, let's just say. I want to say it was probably 9, years old. Um, and I tried to watch a couple other comedians that sometimes I used to like. Like, I used to really like Eddie Izzard. Have you noticed comedians sometimes you thought they were really funny? I watched the comedy special Dressed to Kill 20 years ago with Eddie Izzard on HBO. And I remember calling a friend and going, are you watching this? It was so great. And then like five years later, I can't stand it. Things change sometimes, right? So I was watching Daniel Tosh. And this was an old segment. And uh, it's fascinating because I was like, I don't think you can say that on radio anymore or TV. I don't think that's too, no, 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 too risque. Um, there was a lot of jokes, you know, that tied HIV to, to homosexuality. Um, how do you know your kid will turn out to be gay if he has HIV? And he's like, No, no, seriously. And I'm like, Whoa, can you do that today? And it was kind of funny. It was edgy. It was edgy. And I sit there almost on a daily basis now, and I watch people like James Gunn, who was trying to be edgy, and he tweeted out jokes about pedophilia. Everyone in radio and television has made a joke at some point in time about Michael Jackson and the wee hee hee hee. Or at least a lot of people. I got to imagine a lot of careers would be over if we could dig up every video of that. And we don't even know what that means. We just know that there was something off about the guy tied to Macaulay Calkin. But anyway, so I Googled Daniel Tosh today just to see kind of like, um, and like, have you ever watched Bob Saget? He is a. He's that's an R-rated show. And is R-rated okay now? Or is it totally a pro-pro? You know, there's a mo- a period of time in the 80s and 90s where um a movie would do everything they good, could to slip in a topless scene. It didn't have to last long, it didn't have to be sexual, it just they would do everything they could. Is that gone? Um so anyway, I bring this all up because things change and it was fascinating when I looked at Daniel Tosh, and I don't really have a point to this, this segment. I just Googled Daniel Tosh. And uh, seven years ago, Louis C.K., six years ago, Louis C.K. tweeted Daniel Tosh support amid rape joke incident. So Daniel Tosh was at a comedy club in L.A., and he must have made some sort of joke. Um, and out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but Louis C.K. came to his defense. Now, flash forward six years later, and Louis C.K. has gone down hard for his treatment of women fellow women in comics, and I don't know what else he did, but I don't pay that much attention, so I don't know if there was more. but he's gone down, and at one point in time, he supported someone who was kind of edgy like him. And I don't know if you um, can change it with the times, like maybe five, ten years ago it' was okay to tease and joke about you know the Chinese culture. Um, now you can or can't. And then maybe five, six, seven years ago, you could tease about Sarah Palin. And maybe the tone's changed. Maybe it's still there. So anyway, I just be careful what you post out there and, and be very thoughtful. And I think this is a, a very interesting time in American history. Uh, because I sat in bed kind of down, and I was watching Daniel Tosh and other comedians just trying to like find some you know, inspiration for a day or two. And uh, I was just like, I don't think this would play today. Uh, there was, like, one point in time during this segment. Um, I, see, I don't even know if I, can, I want to say this on air. Techie! <laughs> and like, one of his jokes was, I don't think I could stab someone with a knife. Because I'm really bad at opening Capri Suns. Behavior. yourself. And I'm like, no, no, that's good. That's funny. But then again, you bring up the concept of, of stabbing someone. Not so funny. But yeah, you got to do edgy. You can't just say, I can't open Capri Suns. What's up with opening Capri Suns? Who are these people that could open Capri Suns? Like Capri Ninjas? mm hmm So, okay. Anyway. Babies aren't dishwasher safe. Like, some of his lines are like, is that funny? We just live in an interesting time. That is not appropriate behavior, okay? He once talked about the uh, National Anthem and how it, it stinks as a song. He's like, does anyone have it on their iPod? And what's funny about that That was from 2011. I'm like, man, iPods came and went. Things change, right? Uh, And in this day and age, I'm sure some people are are grieving the lack of iPods. But anyway, I'm totally digressing. Facebook face-planted today. It's on its pace for the worst day ever. Samsung says it's made a bendable and breakable screen for phones and other gadgets. Okay, I kind of get that. Unbreakable screen. I don't know, bendable. and We've seen some of these companies that can fold phones the origami phone and i don't want to be the guy who says oh i, I predict that's gonna be a flop don't put me on record saying that you could put me on record saying i once thought daniel tosh was really funny but don't put me on record saying foldable phones are gonna flop because that one will come back to bite me the ford mustang uh ford's thinking about getting out of all sedans except for the mustang just doing trucks and suvs and i thought about it and I thought about how magical a Mustang is. I don't want a Mustang. They can be caught, bought for 20000 up to $50,000. Um, I'm not a car enthusiast. I, I can barely tell you the difference between a mauve car and a yellow car. I know you're saying that's funny. Um, but, yeah, so that's an icon. So that icon stick sticking around. In probably the worst news ever, Radio Shack's coming back. Staging a comeback that's going to allow it to sell electronics in 100 HobbyTown stores. Awesome. Now, Radio Shack filed for bankruptcy for the second time in a little more than two years back, uh, early 2017. So well, they're going to close 100 more. No, they're going to open 100. No, HobbyTown's going to sell electronics in 100 stores. Now, Radio Shack's a 97-year-old company. And to me, it should have gone the way of like a Sears. It it deserved to go into bankruptcy because it got replaced by things like Best Buy and Amazon, which just did what they did better. So not sure I would bet on that revival. Hey, look at this. Spotify is in the news today. Spotify had a decent quarter. Depends on how you look at decent quarters. Shares sank a little bit. Second consecutive earnings disappointment. But they racked up users, and right now that's what Wall Street's paying attention to. And Spotify had a bigger loss than expected because Sweden threw on them what's called a social tax, which you're going to hear a lot more hitting companies like Facebook, Google in the Bay Area, head taxes for employees. But um, Spotify is up 37% from its original listing, and they did add an impressive amount of, of users. So they're getting closer to where they need to be. But down the road, can they stand on their own, or is music just a commodity? You can hear on any station, any streaming service. Video's not so much a commodity if you make making your own. You get the idea. Commodity's not the best place to be. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Andrew Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead. Not that much of a spoiler because it's all over the news. He hasn't died yet. He hasn't left the show yet. But they're telling us in advance. And I always wonder why they would. Could they not keep the secret? Probably not. I don't know. But The Walking Dead's hitting its ninth season, and it's a pretty big hit for AMC. And AMC's had some pretty good hits as far as kind of serial television goes. You go back to Breaking Bad and Mad Men, shows that kind of have a not one-hit wonder feel to them, or one and done, but you have to watch all six seasons to figure it out. So AMC, will they be acquired or will they not? Is this bad news that he's leaving? Or does he need to go? Too many humans killing humans in the recent years, but this is AMC's product, content. And I look at Andrew Lincoln as an actor, and I know a lot of actors that are struggling. I know a lot of tech workers that are struggling. And uh, $600,000 an episode? Not so sure his his family wants him to leave that show quite yet. Make the transition to be a leading man before you leave a TV show. I don't know, I could be talking silly at this point in time, but you get the idea that leaving a good thing is tough to do. Milking a cow till it dies. If I were an actor, I'd probably be like, milk that cow, milk that cow. Now, speaking of someone who could have got out of media a long time ago or not, she kind of keeps weaving in and out, and I don't even know if she's in media these days. But former President Donald Trump... Aide, an apprentice contestant, Amoroso, has a memoir coming out that her publisher calls explosive and jaw-dropping. The book is called Unhinged. So now you're going to start hearing Donald Trump take shots at you are fake defending news. himself. Fake
0: news. Fake news.
1: This has just been a fascinating presidency, hasn't it? Two days ago, there were stories that Donald Trump freaks out if... Air Force One TVs are turned to anything other than Fox News, because maybe he doesn't want to see Melania see that, you know, there was porn star payouts was the implication.
0: A like mess. other networks will report it's that.
1: It's a mess. It's a mess. And now he's going to have to start dealing with what Amorosa throws at him. She's vowed that political foes would bow down to Trump, but she left after a year and spoke harshly of her experience, all denying reports that she was fired. She said she was worried about the country and would never vote for Trump again. She was the rare black woman, in her words, in Trump's administration. And she actually likened her departure to being freed from a plantation. What was that all about? What a world. If I leave radio and TV and you never hear from me again, and you're just like, I heard, I saw him at a store up in the mountains one day, that may be me. That may be me. Um, Other stories of note. Let's see. Bitcoin could be a takeover, a major chunk of change from gold, a crypto expert says. That's true. Gold is is generationally appreciated more um, by baby boomers than by Generation X and not at all appreciated by the millennials. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Thank you. Thank you. So, Amazon's going to have their report today after the numbers. Facebook's getting crushed today. Qualcomm saying that we got caught up in a trade war. That's kind of true. Because it looked like they were going to get that NXP deal done. And then the Trump administration and the trade war kind of heated up their rhetoric. Um, Other big stories of note. Budweiser. Budweiser. Do you miss the days of Budweiser commercials and um Tastes great, less filling. Tastes great, less filling. Uh, and all the ad campaigns that would come out, basically promoting drinking beer, which is fine by me. Although Bud Light, I would only use to wash my car. Google's YouTube is taking action against right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and his site Infowars. That's kind of interesting because again, we start getting into words. We start getting into a world of censoring. And one of the hottest jobs in the next couple of years is going to be someone who basically censors other people's content on on social media. Um, I'm not a fan of Alex Jones. I don't know how I feel about censoring. And maybe I should learn, and maybe I should stop and start thinking about it. Like, do I want everything to be G-rated? Do I want some things to be a little crazy? I, I don't know. So um, Southwest, bottom line, is having some problems as rising fuel prices and... That recent accident has kept some people away from their flights. Elsewhere, United Natural Foods is buying Super Value for $2.9 billion in grocery store consolidation. United Natural Foods focuses on healthy options, which it hopes to expand through Super Value's network of 3,000 grocery stores. I was in Truckee Tahoe a couple weeks, months ago. And Truckee's got this new um, health grocery store. Health Foods, right? It's kind of funny because I was picking up some sushi. And uh, if there's a wait for 10, 15, 20 minutes, they're like, go down to that crazy health care, that health food store. You can get some quinoa and flaxseed. And I'm like, okay. Locals don't like the healthy option. Say what? I get it. I get it. It was interesting because it was one of the only sushi restaurants that I've ever been in that one person from the continent of Asia was actually in the building mcdonald's speaking of sushi same store sales missed expectations shares are a little bit lower
0: I'm loving it.
1: if you go look at a chart of mcdonald's for like 30 or 40 years you're going to scratch your your head you're going to scratch your tushy you're going to go i don't get it because somewhere in the back of your head you've got this idea that mcdonald's isn't healthy food it's fast food it's greasy it's awful um Kids' meals that serve French fries. Like, if you go back and look at their stock, and go like, there's things like Chick Fil A and Yum Brands, and there's there's you know Chipotle, which healthier option in theory. You'll scratch your head at how well the stock is done, and that's sometimes a a good business lesson. Is hey, if you're going to go and have a good year, a down year, and spend time with your family, or maybe expand your career. There's no shame in owning something like a McDonald's that you don't have to babysit every day or a Visa. Now, we could have said that yesterday about Facebook, but yesterday Facebook was at all-time high with a high valuation. They all crack at some point in time. The question is, can they reinvent themselves? How do they deal with loss of employees? How do they deal with, with trust issues? Still a lot going on. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black. Money investing and more. Facebook face plant. Did you see that one coming? Don't! Every, every major company... It's a point in time where there's a slowdown, a deceleration. If you go back to Yahoo or Amazon or Apple or AOL is probably one of the better examples where the stock could do no wrong, the stock could do no wrong, the stock could do no wrong, the stock did wrong. So we've got a lot to talk about with this one, in my opinion. So there's the jobless rate out there today, but I don't think that's exactly on fire. Facebook's on its pace for its worst day ever. That feels like the first fire we should put out. Now, let's start with Facebook, but let's say it's also part of a bigger collective. And the psychic collective may or may not know what's going to happen with earnings. But the shareholder collective that own FANG stocks, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, they're the main fangs, and you can kind of throw on Apple and um, Alphabet. They're taking a pummeling today as tech companies report second quarter results. Now, Facebook had a high PE. Google did not. When I say high PE, let's say for the sake of the argument, almost a hundred price of the stock to its earnings on Facebook, and for for Alphabet Google, it was more like twenty five. And the stock market's typically more like 15, what you pay for the price of the stock market versus its earnings. Sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. But I'd say 12 to 20 is the range that the typical stock market trades. So it was a crowded trade because who doesn't want to own Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google? A lot of ETFs. So today is probably going to be one of the more dramatic days because a high flyer got hit. And no one would be surprised if a plane that comes down to strafe the enemy lines got hit, when it's a bomber way up in the sky that you can barely see its price to, to earnings, wow. It's a Facebook high flyer coming down to earth, down 20%. One of the biggest, most valuable billionaires in the world, Mark Zuckerberg, coming down the list of billionaires. You know We have a basic responsibility today. to protect people's data. Yesterday he was at one of the all-time highs. The stock, Facebook, hit an all-time high yesterday. So, to get pummeled, how does it feel? Probably not very good for most people. I don't mind it, because when the Russian news hit back in March, April, the stock fell and recovered all the way to an all-time high. The stock has had a big run recently. So, I take off some of the loss today and say, okay, let's take a look at the last year. Let's take a look at the last six months. Let's take a look at the last two years. But it was terrible guidance that they gave. And I think... You know, you and I wade into the waters of Facebook, like, knee-deep. Facebook executives are in six feet deep. And they're, that next step, they're learning a lot about before they're, they're taking it. Because they've already fallen off once. They have to hire more security people. The one thing Facebook can't get wrong is security. And Facebook, more so than Amazon, Netflix, and Google, is facing politicians because you can't hack the elections coming up in uh oh three months so facebook has to get this right now their quarter wasn't that bad their guidance was awful so when they reported their quarterly numbers the stock went down about eight percent when they reported their guidance the stock went down about 20 percent drop the the just facebook so a lot of money's poured into facebook and amazon and alphabet and netflix and when there's this deceleration in period, it happens to every company. Microsoft was once one of the greatest companies under Bill Gates. Under Steve Ballmer, not so great. Under Satya Nadelli, fantastic. So Amazon's under pressure because they have to now report stellar results to kind of stop more money from fleeing. And Apple obviously doesn't want more money to flee. They report next week. So what are the analysts saying about Facebook? J.P. Morgan has an overweight on it. It says short-term pain, long-term gain. Facebook is battling its own scale and law of large numbers. Facebook is taking the opportunity to shift expectations to more achievable levels. There was some slowdown in Facebook usage. Keep in mind, Facebook's growth right now is happening mostly on in Instagram, Stories, and WhatsApp. Still one of the most expensive companies out there, so... If there is a bear market coming for tech, they'd be able to use their shares and their cash, potentially buy more companies to facilitate growth like they did with WhatsApp and uh, Instagram. Barclays is calling it an overweight. We haven't seen this disasters of a print since the first quarter of 2016. Remember at one point in time Facebook comes public and their first quarter of reports, they basically had no revenue in mobile. And then 90 days later they dominated mobile. Facebook is guiding revenue down severely with a third quarter and fourth quarter now expected to both decelerate high single digits. They don't want to create the perception of getting rich while their product presents issues for society. That's probably a good idea. There's more serious engagement problems with core Facebook that have materialized recently. How do you feel about Facebook now? I'd love some feedback from you. Send me an email, rob at robblack.com. I get on Facebook now and it's almost humorous. I see people like CFP Chad Burton out on a boat with his kid. How many pictures do I need to see of someone out on a boat with a kid? Then I see pictures. I never see pictures from my one friend. And then I see random pictures. I saw one guy melt down and basically during his divorce overshare on Facebook.
0: i in a glass uh, case of emotion.
1: I see people who I know who are near bankrupt or bankrupt post unbelievable vacation pictures. So Facebook to me is kinda like sad book. It's just got that upside down frown that makes me sad. Bank of America has a buy on Facebook. How do you feel about Facebook, by the way? I go through some videos and it's a lot of social justice campaigns going on. And what I mean by that is like, hey, does anyone know who murdered this person on the train the other night? That's just that's depressing as hell to me. I work in news and media. And when I get off, I, I I don't necessarily want to watch a lot of news and media. Morgan Stanley has an overweight. The stories change is the most notable we believe in stories. Facebook's got a curse and a plus. They basically can use the social media ideas of other companies. And they need to listen to, to their, their customers. And they copied stories pretty quickly from Snap. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to be Snap. Snap. Yeah. I think Snap is interesting. Are they doing enough? And can they get to the next level? Evercore says of Facebook, they introduced sobering second half and longer-term guidance that suggests the business will demonstrate slower revenue growth. One of the stories that I talked about earlier this week, last week, was one of the hottest jobs in the next five, 10 years is going to be content reviewer. To have human eyes take a look at videos. Because we can't have videos of Pedophiles, people getting their heads cut off. We can't have videos of, of crimes taking place, people having suicides, cyberbullying. And it's going to take a lot of real eyeballs for quite a while for Facebook to get it right, but they have to get it right. If you're a mom and you hear some kid got on Facebook and blew their head off, you're going to be like, I don't want my kid on Facebook. It doesn't even matter if it was one kid in a billion. And that can upset long term trends. I could tell you as I get older, uh, that's, that's why Facebook doesn't care about me. And that's why some companies that market to millennials do better. So Facebook's got a little world of hurt today. Now it's interesting because Mark Zuckerberg did tell people about this, he warned. But now here's the extra thing that I want to talk about Facebook. Do you buy it today and the dust hasn't settled? And suddenly a lot of Facebook millionaires and billionaires are down 20%. So they may scratch their butts, their hineys, their rear ends, their derriers, and say, I don't want to go down another 20%. Honey, don't you think we should sell before that happens and pay off our house? Or buy a boat or fund all of our retirement for the next 45 years? Sometimes when a stock pulls down, you see an exodus of major talent. And they are like, hey, what's the next hot, sexy stock? This one's over. Uber? Let's go to Uber. Everyone, let's go to Uber. You get the idea. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The shakeout takes time, people. The shakeout takes time. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The old Facebook flop is the story of the day, down 20%. The guidance was what was disappointing. But again, if you're going to build a 21st century media company, you're going to hit some speed bumps and some road bumps. This isn't the first time they've had a bad day, but it's the worst bad day that they've had. It's going to shake a lot of short-term investors. It's going to shake a lot of... Employees out who are there literally to jump from hot IPO to IPO to IPO. It'll be interesting. Qualcomm's walked away from its bid to acquire NXP semiconductors. Um, This is the whole China loves me, China doesn't love me, China loves me, China doesn't love me. One of the tougher things about Donald Trump's presidency to predict is consistency. So Qualcomm... Well, China and the United States were trying to have a better relationship. And we've seen President Trump open up some of ZTE telecommunications equipment back to let's do this. Let's share technology. Let's share the company, China and the US. And now the Qualcomm thing kind of throws a little bit of water on it. So that's a big story of the day. It's smack dab in earnings season. Amazon's reporting after the close. There's early weakness in shares of Amazon, but that could be because look over there, Facebook's fallen down. And they're both in a lot of ETFs, and a lot of people are there saying, I'm going to ring my bell, ring my bell. And they're going to cash the register and walk away. If you've owned Facebook for any period of time other than the last two weeks, you've made money. That's worthy of note. It's had a big run this year. Now, Amazon. Are they going to be the first trillion-dollar company, or will that go to Apple? Apple's got a low P.E. Amazon has a high P.E., but Amazon's got the ability to say magic words. They can say things like, we're going to get in a brand-new business of selling flam. You're like, what's that? Wait, 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 what? What? Oh, we'll give that another $10 billion. They're going to sell it. Did you hear that Amazon's getting in the business of flam? Amazon's furniture business, I just read some reviews of their furniture, not like Amazon reviews, but like uh, Consumer Reports reviews. It's it's considered pretty high quality, like crate and barrel quality. I'm like, okay. Now, I don't believe that to be completely true because their selection of vendors differs like golden clay. But it's interesting to note, Amazon dominates like batteries. They got into some categories that they just do very, very well in. So, about 24 hours ago, Trump was talking tariffs. Blah, 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 tariffs. Cars. And the car companies all started warning for General Motors Fiat. Quickly, the sheen is coming off of trade war as our only option. Now, it's becoming a lot more of a, um, this ain't going to work. You know, the the tax cuts were designed to help corporations. Corporations the corporate tax cut was way bigger than the individual tax cut but the tariffs hurt the very same companies that earlier six months ago the country was trying to help the country being trump i don't know if i speak for you or anyone else so i gotta be wildly careful right what a time we live in we're seeing higher cost of oil that should hurt the airlines We're seeing higher interest rates that should hurt people's credit cards and how much debt they carry. So a recent accident plus the rising fuel costs have hurt Southwest. I have to admit I was on a Southwest plane recently. And I looked out at the engine blade and I was like, please don't snap off and kill me. Please, please. Um, Because that'd be a horrible way to go. I'd be the kind of guy who'd take the blade in the chest and I'd slowly die. And everyone around me would be like, oh, you're going to slowly die, dude. Can we accelerate this, please? My time on this planet should be over. Good news, bad news. Google's YouTube has taken action against the right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and his site Infowars, where he says things along the lines of... 9-11 didn't happen. 9-11 was a government conspiracy. The children in Newton didn't happen. They were all sent over to a foreign country and are being hidden. It was the left's way of shutting down gun, or creating gun control. So Google's YouTube is, is shutting down a site. And I don't really know how I feel about this because I'll be honest, the world is a, a pretty big hate machine right now. And if you, if you watch Sacha Baron Cohen's new show on Showtime, it shows you the world is a pretty big hate machine. It can be funny to, to look at, but it's also a bad reflection of our society. Uh, Sunday's episode of Sacha Baron Cohen's show uh, did not make Arizona look good. It did not make uh, reality TV people look very good. And maybe that's just the reality. A uh, lot of racism in Arizona, according to the show. But again, it's handpicked. But that's what we're getting into. Like Facebook, do I want them to whitewash everything? Do I want YouTube to whitewash everything? And is whitewash a derogatory term? Because if it is, I'm apologizing before it becomes one. Wow. Little Pete Gabriel. He walked out of Genesis when it was hot. Phil Collins would never have been Phil Collins if it wasn't for Peter Gabriel quitting a band.